0: Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
1: And welcome to our show. A special welcome to many of our guests as we begin this month. A special month for all people with disabilities. Disability Employment Awareness Month. And as you might guess to me, Joyce Bender, that is a month to celebrate. That's why I'm telling all my contacts in the business world, hey, we don't just want seminars and posters. Start hiring people. That's where the rubber meets the road. You know, so many people call me and they say, you know, they're so interested in doing something, but at the end of the day, they're not doing the most important thing. They're not bringing people aboard. And every, every show this month, I'm going to be talking about different, tremendous corporations, like Computer Sciences Corporation, like Highmark, like Bayer, that have done so much to help with the employment Uh, people with disabilities, but this month, and I'll mention it again when we talk to our very, very esteemed guest, Helen Roth, a little later on, I want to mention a special thanks to FedEx Ground, specifically Mike Himmel, Denise Cebolsic, Bridget Driver, that whole team at FedEx Ground. My hat is off to the Chief Information Officer, Mike Himmel, who, as I said, made an effort to bring me in to meet his whole staff one day for one reason. Hey, Joyce, what do we have to do to start employing people with disabilities? And, and just this past week, had a fantastic presentation to the leadership team through the efforts of the leadership of Bridget Driver on hiring people with disabilities. And as I know my guest is going to tell you, That's what it's all about. My hat's off to you, FedEx Ground. I'll be talking about you a little bit more later on. But right now, I'm so honored to have the chair of the National American Association of People with Disabilities as our guest, the chair of the board, Ms. Helen Roth. Welcome to our show.
2: Thank you very much, Joyce. I'm honored to be here.
1: Well, we're very honored to have you. As you all know, the American Association of People with Disabilities is the organization in the country located in Washington, D.C., that Congress goes to, that Senate goes to, that the New York Times go to when they're dealing with disability issues. You know, this is the group that voices their, their concerns to the White House. And Helen Roth is a national leader, and is the esteemed chair of the board. And that's why we're so thrilled to have her with us. And why don't you take a few minutes first, Helen, and tell our listeners how you became involved in the disability movement to begin with.
2: Okay. Joyce, I have to say that it's been a long time, like 66 years, that I have been involved. with I was going to identify as a person with a disability, which is really humorous because at the time I was unmistakably a person with a disability. I decided to identify. Shortly after that, I read in my little hometown. Paper in Utah about a group called the National Council on Individual-
1: Something though, You know when you said how humorous that was, because of course people kn- knew you had a disability, and yet you had not self-identified. You know what, Helen, I meet people like that, though. I do meet people that they have a visible disability, and yet they don't want to acknowledge I am a person with a disability. Right. And that always amazes me. Whereas then there are people such as myself that you would not know I have a disability, um, unless you saw me have a grand mal seizure, but of course I do have epilepsy and a 60% hearing loss. You know, and there are many people with disabilities that, you know, where it is not visible. But that is am- always amazing to me. I interviewed a young man that walked in and he had a very visible disability, and yet he did was concerned about should he join my company, Vendor Consulting Services, because everyone here has a disability. And yet, it's obvious he has a disability. But see, what that's all about, in my opinion, is realizing that having a disability is part of who you are, part of our culture, and not, nothing at all to be ashamed of. It's part of who we are.
2: Exactly. And that's what I think
1: the problem is. Don't you?
2: Yeah. Oh, I do. You know, Joyce, uh, in my work, I have worked with senior citizens and uh, I've had them they they particularly as they get older and develop various disabilities like hearing loss vision loss Uh, don't really want to acknowledge it and I've had Older people say to me, like I ask them about their disability, and this one woman in particular said to me, I don't have a disability, it's just that I can't see. (laughs) You know, and what you're saying, I think, is one of the reasons and a major reason
1: I, I think so too, Helen, and I think that all people listening to the show today need to realize that if we do not, at some point in time, become united and work to become more united, we will never have power to do anything. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to be united as a group when freedom is taken away from them or, or when accessibility is taken away from them. But it will be too late if you wait till that day. That's why we all have to work to become united now, which really is what Helen is trying to do with the American Association of People with Disabilities. And Helen, as you mentioned, you've been in the movement for over 60 years and you started, you know, working with that independent living center. Um, What made you decide to become the chair of AAPD?
2: Well, Joyce, I was at a function in Washington, D.C., where Justin Dart in 1985 announced the decision of a group of top disability leaders, including Paul Hearn, Lex Friedman, John Kent to form an American Association of People with Disabilities. That was 10 years ago. And I joined that organization as a founding member. It struggled a lot for the first years. But I knew it had immense and um, I asked in the first place to be on the board and then uh, I was just really honored to be asked to serve as the chair because I feel the organization has so much potential To unite the disability community to get things done for the community, such as employment. So I have been not only honored, but working hard and very happy and satisfied to be the chair
1: well, we are very honored and excited to have you as the chair. And I can tell you as a board member of AAPD that uh, everyone is excited to have you as, as the chair. And we will look to your leadership, as all Americans with disabilities will, to move us forward. And you certainly work with a tremendous individual working with Andy and Paul. Yes. I mean, he is just fantastic.
2: Absolutely,
1: and Andy, if you're listening to this show and you do not know Andy, he is the CEO and he reports to Helen and to the board. But he is the chair. He is the CEO of the of AAPD and is also very well known in the civil rights for Americans with disabilities, specifically Americans with psychiatric disabilities. But you know the face you see frequently on CNN or you know on the Today Show or whatever show it would be, if they're interviewing someone from AAPD, it would be Andy. And if it would also be with the chair, which I hope it will be in this year, I hope we get more media coverage, it would be Andy and Helen. But I really you know, think we have a great person with Andy.
2: Oh, I absolutely <laughs> agree.
1: All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break for a minute, and then we'll be right back. To talk to someone I believe is a true trailblazer and someone setting the pace for AAPD, the chair of the board, Ms. Helen Roth. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
3: The world leader in Internet talk radio. You're
0: listening to VoiceAmerica.com. their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com.
4: I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition, and 1 in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000.
5: Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Reichgott Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Reichgott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation, so join us for the Ember reich Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com.
3: The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice,
0: voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender.
1: And welcome back. We're talking to Helen Ross, the chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities. And Helen, as you mentioned, this is the 10th anniversary of AAPD, and congratulations. To AAPD and Andy and the entire staff on their 10th anniversary. Your opinion, Helen, what do you see as the greatest success in the first 10 years
2: of your okay. experience? I laugh, Joyce, because the first five years were a tremendous struggle. This is a group that was set up by some volunteers, um, valued leaders in the movement, but nevertheless volunteers with almost no funding. And for the first five years it was catch and go whether the organization would survive. had great goals. Actually, uh, but but it was questionable. So to me the last five years under Andy's leadership uh has been extremely successful in terms of growing the organization. And assembling a staff that is truly outstanding. Um, AAPD went from about 30,000 membership base two years ago. Now it's up to 130,000. Isn't
1: membership. that
2: great? Yes. Isn't
1: that great? 130,000 members. That's wonderful. Yep, it is.
2: And although Joyce, uh, some of the successes have been to be able to assume a leadership position because of that growth. Also, the funding has grown tremendously. There's staff person Marianne Nork who does development and she with other staff and Andy have built up the funding to a point where there is a good solid staff now. So I expect that even though those are internal successes primarily, Uh, the group will have even more external successes. I say successes, (laughs) I mean successes.
1: I I agree with you. And uh, Helen, we have a question for you here from TED in Chicago saying, um, first of all, uh, Helen, congratulations being the chair. I know that you will help us tremendously and remember people with disabilities and the need for advocacy. My question for you is, in your opinion, do you feel that AAPD will continue remembering the importance of advocacy over the next decade?
2: Absolutely. Advocacy is actually the main activity that AAPD undertakes. And advocacy in terms of disability rights for people with all types of disabilities. And, uh, recognizing that disability rights and the realization of people with disability of all their rights is essentially only gonna take place without standing advocacy. And Joyce, when you talk of That is one of the big purposes of being united. The various groups of people with disabilities is that we can garner much more power united than we can in little broken up groups. If you look at the whole picture, you've got a great many people with physical disabilities, mobility, a great many people with hidden disabilities. You've got the whole federation of the blind, the association of the deaf, many groups like epilepsy, um, and multiple sclerosis all kinds of trying to do the best they can to solidify the rights of people in their groups but if those groups can be unified that's just an immense increase in power.
1: Absolutely. So... That adds... I, yes, that adds so... That would add so much.
2: Yep. I thank Ted for that question, but I just want him to know that advocacy is at the forefront. And
1: well, that's good. And I know that it is, and I know that it's that it always will be. Think of who one of the founding fathers was—Justin Dart.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: by the way, Yoshiko Dart and her family are just so tremendous, still out there leading the way, working to help people with disabilities. And I know Yoshiko is also a good friend of AAPD. So you know, that we really are happy to still have their support. Also, now Helen, now that you are the chair. What is your goal? What do you want to see happen with AAPD under your, under your leadership?
2: Okay. First of all, let me say that this past year, AAPD under the able leadership of John Kemp, a past chairperson, did uh, develop a long-range plan. There was a board committee that worked on it, but also people from outside the board. For example, Mark Bristow, Lex Freedon. And this plan has both internal and external goals. And I expect Um, also it has a mission to enhance
1: Those are tremendous goals you just listed right there. And let me tell you, I am in total support of you because, as you have mentioned here several times on the show, so much more power those 54 million people would have in this country if they were united. And I also like it, Helen, how you have at AAPD been working with the private sector You know, trying to, as you said, educate people more about people with disabilities. Once again, FedEx Ground. I'm mentioning them because for Disability Awareness Month, they asked me to come in and speak and had a panelist. First thing that impressed me when I walked in the room is that they had an interpreter. No matter what, they were going to have an interpreter. Wow. Yes, I was very impressed. Second Second thing is the executive management was at this. And let me just say something about that. If you are at a company and you're trying to create change or education, believe me, when you see someone at the level of the chief information officer, in this case like Mike Himmel, or the head of, uh, you know, their EEO area, such as Bridget Driver, when you see these people and the senior vice president of human resources, when you see them, the top people in attendance—it makes a difference. And later this month, I am every every show we're going to be talking about different companies, and then we're going to highlight one of the winners of the new Freedom Initiative Award that I can't wait to talk about because they are such a dynamic organization. But rubber meets the road. Remember when you walk the talk. And as I said, Helen, I like it how AAPD is working more with the private sector to try to educate them on areas of disability, you know, just as you were mentioning uh, earlier. And with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back to talk more to Helen Roth, the chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, AAPD. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
3: Bringing the world together, you're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
0: their Talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you are a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com
4: I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition, and 1 in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000.
0: Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Make Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the greyhound. Learn about the history of the greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dogs. If you own a greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
3: The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice,
0: voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
1: Hey, And welcome back to the show. And if you're just tuning in, We've been talking to Helen Ross, the chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, www.aapd.com. And by the way, if you're listening to the show and you want to join AAPD, or if you want to make a donation to AAPD, once again, www.aapd.com. And it will take you to where you can make a donation and or join and become a member. And if you're listening to this show and you're not a member, I would encourage you to become one right away. So, Helen, you we've talked about AAPD. What are your ideas? What ideas do you have in your mind as the chair of this board to work to make AAPD a leader in this country?
2: Hey, um, Joyce, first of all, let me say though, I think one of my biggest responsibilities and desires is to make sure that AAPD stays a solid organization. In other words, that the funding. Comes in that it is spent appropriately; that we maintain a great staff. Those internal matters, I think, are very important. In terms of outside leadership, I think we already um, comprise an leader for the disability community. And the imperado, as you mentioned, is just up many groups turn to Andy when they want information about disability issues. Both Organizations of people with disabilities and our elected officials as well as individuals and the media are often in touch with Andy. But I also think it's very important that uh, we don't compete for leadership and there is a fair amount of competition among disability groups as to who is going to be the foremost leader and I think it's really important to try to unify rather than compete for that position so I see APD as a leader to help people unify and not compete that's kind of a funny way to put it but there will be various leaders in the disability community depending on the issue I hope that APD will Always be up there helping people get their points across. Does that make sense to you?
1: Absolutely, it does. Yes, it does. And um, you know that part you were talking about not competing? You know, sometimes in some groups, people are so worried about being territorial and about their position, that they can't see the forest for the trees. And and they lose, you know, all their ability to execute. I, that's why I believe a good leader serves. And, and I agree with you 100% about that, Helen. That That is how I think it should be. And I know with your leadership that it will continue being that way. Now, how about the board, Helen? What do you hope the board does for you?
2: um,
1: And board members, if you're listening, you better pay attention here.
2: Absolutely. My hope is that board members individually will continue to be active. Our board functions a great deal based on committees. And we've got excellent committees that are helping the organization to stay solid, but also to uh, look at, Board members are active with regard to whether they're working on a committee or coming to board meetings.
1: Yes, and you know, when you're on a board, as Helen said, um, whether you're there or not, you still can make a very big difference by being active. That—that's really what it's all about. You know, really understanding the organization, understanding the mission, and doing your part. The worst thing you can ever do is to be on a board, make a commitment and then not be following up with what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, you'd be better off not being on the board or saying you can't do this. But I have to say on that AAP board you really have a great board and I think that everyone uh is very active and is doing their part so you know you're really lucky to you know to have such great people and I I agree with you on how they're working together and I'm sure they will continue working together as they celebrate now. The next ten years.
2: Yes, absolutely. I enjoy. I am in awe of the board because uh, the board consists of people who are very high functioning in many, many ways, and I'm really honored to be associated with them. And to have the opportunity to lead is just unbelievably great. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, Helen, everyone feels the same way about you. Remember what I said? A great leader serves. So you are that example of someone with great character who really has your heart and soul in this. And everyone on there is proud to be following you. And I wanted to ask you a question here, um, Helen. I know that AAPD is very involved, because I'm involved with AAPD, in getting people registered to vote. My question is, how much do you think that would help with your comments before about unity if we could get more Americans with disabilities registered to vote?
2: Well... I think it would help immensely. And just, I will say, one of the the AAPD staff person who is director of the Vote Project is a guy named Jim Dixon. And Jim has done a lot of excellent work about getting out to the states and teaching people how to organize to get people with disabilities to register and then to get out to vote. Um, I just that, if you excuse me, in his work of just organizing people to get out to vote, he's bringing a lot of people together.
1: And, and I agree with you one hundred percent about Jim and the work he's doing. And I believe with AAPD, we're going to make a big difference. But right now we have to go to break, and we'll be back to finish the show with our esteemed guest, Miss Helen Roth, chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back.
3: The world leader in Internet
0: talk radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com.
4: To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000.
0: Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington. Each week, Connie and her guests will explain the healing system called Christian Science and share stories of how they have used the spiritual laws of God to bring healing to their lives. You can learn how to bring healing to your life, too. So tune in to Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Voice America, America's Voice.
1: My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's
2: Voice, voiceamerica.com.
3: The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
0: If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
1: And welcome back to the show. And you know, it wouldn't be right, I wouldn't be happy if I did not get to ask, Helen, this question. Any of my listeners know what my world is all about. My advocacy is one word, employment. That's what I'm all about. That's what Bender's all about. Uh, So, Helen, I have to ask you, as you well know, because you lived it, The Americans with Disabilities Act was passed 15 years ago, and still here we are today, people with disabilities not gaining employment equality. Why do you think that is,
2: Helen? Well, first of all, I think it's really important for the audience to understand what you said is borne out by Department of Labor statistics, the unemployment rate for people with disabilities remains relatively unchanged even since the passage of the ADA. One thing, Joyce, that I think is really important... When you look at the overall picture of people with disabilities, anyone that needed help to survive um, would go to Social Security, SSI, or um, some o- other services. In order to get any income for survival, people with disabilities not only had to say they could not work, they had to prove it. And when you think about it, this is absolutely amazing because most people with disabilities, can't work and could work in the past that you had to go to social security and convince them that you could not work under any circumstances in order to get a pittance income to live on to survive so what we're doing now is trying to change that whole mindset about a population that is too disabled to work into thinking about a population that is very able to work and um, is developing and has developed Developed skills to be able to work. But that's a huge. to find out one thing is that with the mindset that people can't work it's also a little frightening for people with disabilities to all of a sudden
1: I agree with you, and I just want to make one comment about this. You know, one of our problems, which Helen alluded to here, is thinking of people with disabilities as a sick culture. Because when you think that way, you know, then the employer thinks, I don't want to hire them. So, you know, they're going to cost me money. And yet, I have employees with cerebral palsy, you know, or people who are deaf or blind who have worked with for me now, in my management team for almost 10 years. And you know how many days of work they've missed other than, of course, vacation and holiday? None. Zero. I'm sure they have better records than non-disabled people. that's, That's why I always tell people, if you ever need a company for an example, use vendor consulting services. Someone asked me once about workman's comp. I must have a lot of workman's comp claims. I have had in 10 years one claim That was a very small claim, and that's because someone ran over one of my employees' feet while she was in her wheelchair. So, you know, we've got to get over that. We've got to start realizing disability is a culture of its own.
2: Yep. And Joyce, the people that you're talking about to work for you are the people that can't work
1: (laughs) Well, yes, yeah,
2: um, yeah, well, right. I, mean. I
1: know. I had those people working for me all those years in competitive employment that really can't do the job, and here they are succeeding. Who knows what must be going on here?
2: Right, exactly.
1: Well, listen, Helen, I want to say a few things in closing. First, I want to say what an honor it was to have you on the show. I think AAPD is fantastic. I support them 100%. And to have you as my guest was truly an honor today.
2: And Joyce, I do thank you. And I also thank you for all the work you do as a board member.
1: My pleasure. Well, Helen, listen, we always end with a famous quote, and boy, we couldn't have planned this better. It fits right what you're talking about, and it is from former Attorney General Dick Thornburg. He said this while he was governor. In 1989, he said, people with disabilities are all too often not allowed to participate because of stereotypical notions held by others in society. No court order or piece of legislation can alone change the long-standing perceptions or misconceptions, regrettably, attitudes can only be reshaped gradually, and isn't that what it's all about? And yes, it is what it's all about, and that's why this show has as the theme song, New Attitude, Everyone Get One. This is Joyce Bender. You've been listening to me on The Voice, a voiceamerica.com. See you next week.